Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm Chuck. It's really good to have you here listening with us. I really enjoy the opportunity to to be the host of the podcast because I get to sit and chat with friends about fun things. And so today um, we have the, the the joy and the privilege of chatting with Klista Stort. Hi, Klista. Hi. And from our VBS team here at Lifeway, Lifeway VBS, go VBS. Go VBS. Lifeway.com slash VBS, where yes. you can sign up for the new directors club. Absolutely. And you can find free sample sessions to download mm-hmm. from Concrete and Cranes. And you will love it. So go to Lifeway.com slash VBS, download the free samples, share it with all your friends. Friends, share the free samples with everybody. Check it out. Use concrete and cranes. How's that? Good? I love it. Awesome. But we're not talking about that today. Not today. Today we want to talk about dogs. I know. That's, Which is kind of fun. There's no segue there. There well, I mean a little because the listeners really. are like, what, what in the world? Why are we doing that? All right, so here's a little context. So we do about four times a year a thing here at Lifeway, hosted by Lifeway Kids, something called Kids Ministry Essentials mm-hmm. conferences. And it's something that's really exclusive, so I'm sorry, listeners, it's hard to get into, but we have about 25 people at a time come four times a year by invitation, and it's people who are new to ministry, right? new in their role, brand new to kids' ministry, and we spend a few days together with our trainers and, uh, and people from our publishing teams and leadership, and we invest in, in uh, these new leaders. And you and I each teach different seminars right. as a part of that. And I often have to follow you. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll come in the room, you know, and you catch the last, the way it works is, you know, we have several speakers and we each come in and take our turn. Mm -hmm. And who usually goes before you? Um, I, you know, um, last time Melita did. Or is yours like a break before you? Yeah. They're coming off a potty break. Right. Um, (laughs) So for me, many times you're ahead of me. And so I've often come into the room, like for the last two minutes of whatever it was that you were doing. And I see just the end, and I'm like, oh, that sounded really I, – I, I kind of want to know what that was all about. You stepped in on the fun part. And you – so you do this thing mm-hmm. that involves dogs. Yes. And so we're going to do that today. Not together. real ones. Not real ones. Right. Okay. What do you call it? Like um, the personality? Personalities. It's a little uh, bit of like a personality type kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right. Um, something a lot of people have – taken and used all kinds of animals from lions and oh, I, otters otters and we did that else. last and for in the wild bbs last year we used sloths and sloths and lions and beavers stuff like that, and right things. and then there's like then there's like the enneagram yes a lot of people are familiar with that right. now with what number they are and those mm-hmm. kinds of things and are you a peacemaker are you a yeah an enthusiast right bing 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 or whatever you <laughs> might be what are you and then there's the Myers-Briggs and a lot of people yes. know that. All of those things are kind of designed to do right. the same so sort of So there's really nothing new under the sun. So what's it's, the purpose of these tests? So the purpose what are they of, for? for the, the purpose of what I do is I do start off saying I realize that I would say 98% of the people who are in that room have gone through some kind of personality test. Yeah. And so really what I'm doing is I'm trying a different take on it. So not only do you find out what kind of personality you are, but the more important part of what I talk about is how others perceive you. Okay. So because perception is reality. Yes. And while you may think you're this way and, hey, I'm an assertive leader and it's we're going to go, go, go and let's do it. And I've got this vision and we're going to do it and you just come alongside me. Don't ask questions. I'm going to take you. You know, well, that is a great leadership quality. 
as long as you don't put all of that in front of your people, I mean, you know, you can't put all of that stuff in place of people. So, so others, others may right. may not see that in quite they, the same positive uh, light that exactly. you do. Exactly. They may say see you as bossy and uh, not gotcha. a team player. And it's all about, let's follow this guy because he thinks he's all that and a piece of cake. So it is, so it is really <laughs> important for us to understand ourselves yes. and the way that we're wired. Right. And there's nothing weird or uh, like no. metaphysical about this. This is just kind of help yeah. using an analogy to help us understand how we relate to exactly, others exactly. in the world, I guess. Yeah. And then it can also be helpful for us to do this with other people. It can be because I think, um, and it just, it just went out of my head, but one of the things is like when we build a team, your first inclination, we're all drawn, I think, to people who are like us. Yes. We're very much drawn to people who are just Sometimes, like us. Sometimes, unless they're too much like us, and then we don't like And those then people. you don't like those people. <laughs> but a lot but of times, right. yeah, in general, I hang out with people that I have fun with, and I'm going to do. But if I only surround myself with people who don't challenge me, um, who are just really easygoing all the time, then I'm never going to, you know, my level of leadership is just basically going to stay the same. And I'm, I'm going to miss out on a lot of stuff. So good teams, good teams really have a mix of different types of people. And absolutely, sets. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I go to baseball with that. So I know, like producer Trey was a baseball player. Yeah, and so it, it takes a different type of person to be a pitcher than it does to be a first baseman, right? Or a left fielder, right? Catchers right. are really weird people. <laughs> so, but the different personalities in different positions, and yeah. so it almost makes sense. That that would be true of any team. Yeah. I would not be a catcher. I don't want somebody throwing a ball or getting ready to hit me with a bat. So yeah. I'm just saying. Catchers can be like a little uh, a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. For reason. They wear all the pads and the mask mm, and they're like okay. ready to tackle you. Yes. We digress. We did. Trey was what? A shortstop? Second base? He played second. Second. Yeah. yeah. Second baseman. Okay. So Trey, like Trey's a peacemaker kind of a mm-hmm. guy. I think second basemen tend to be a little peaceful. Okay. They're kind of the... <laughs> Right, because some people are some positions are like ego positions, and yeah, second second's base is not, not a big that. ego position. Right, yeah. they're just there to get the but job it's a done huge and to help out. Part of the team, especially right. in turning a double, double plays. Yeah, so so you couldn't have a lot of pitchers out there, just all on. Everybody couldn't be a pitcher. Exactly. Where would the team be? Exactly. And that sounds a lot like something that Paul would say, right? <laughs> right. We can't. We're we're yeah. the body, and so we can't all be the eye or can't all be the ear. Perfect. And so we have to be have a variety of skill sets. So that's it's interesting to me to apply this to a team, right. a ministry team, as we recruit volunteers, mm-hmm. as we look to hire people yes. to be on staff, and as we try to understand how we relate to the people even who lead us yes. as our leaders. Right. It can be helpful to have some insights. Yeah. So you have um, – t- uh, your inspiration came from a book that you read. Yeah, my, my inspiration came from reading a book called have a, I think it's have a new you by Friday and it was from well, Dr. Kevin Lehman promise yeah right especially if it's Thursday yeah um <laughs> it was either have a new you or have a new kid by Friday and I think that he, I think he has one of both okay um but Dr. Kevin Lehman and so I just read a chapter and it was really about getting to know yourself and yeah. what kind of personality you had and he mentioned dogs and so as I'm reading it I was like wow this is some really good not just personal stuff but leadership um Good, some really good leadership insights, I guess, to say. And so I read through it. And then I just, in talking through it with, you know, some of my colleagues here, we talked through it and I just bounced ideas off of them. And then I started this little conference that 
seems to help people. It's a lot of fun, and it's very eye-opening. So it's not a straight lift from the book. You've modified. I've you modi- took his idea as inspiration. I, right, right. So with all you know, all that it's like credit. The types of dogs that you Absol- use may not be the same. Yeah, and even where you go. Yeah, and like I said, I used the same conference last year. I just did it with different animals. Right, so, and so, so yeah. listeners, this is where I walk into the room at the okay. end of Kristen's <laughs> session, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're." Oh, yeah. Retriever, yes, you're yeah. whatever, and I'm like, what in the world did they just do? Right. So, and so I've honestly guilty, you know, I, I, I kind of want to know what I am oh, with well, your I, little thing. Okay. So I'm hoping that maybe as we talk, yes, you can explain this concept and process to everybody who's listening, but maybe also you can analyze me, <laughs> analyze me, so <laughs> I can know about scary. myself. Okay, and, well, uh, and maybe Trey. Yeah, I mean, basically, there's there are four. Okay. Of these types. And I, I usually start off by just saying we are all mutts. We are all Everybody's a mixture. You're all a, we are all a blend. And depending on the leadership leadership situation, um, you may morph into you can a different move to one. one or the right? Other as because needed. there's a need. Yeah. Um, but basically the first one um, is that really strong, great Dane kind of personality. The great it's, Dane. Right. So it's my way or it the highway. Like it's be big, big right. Presence. Very, very big presence. Um, definitely has a vision, has shared his vision, um, is assertive, has fantastic leadership skills. Okay. And I think that's great. And so usually, so here's what I do. Back okay. up just a little bit. I will describe all of all four of these dogs. And at the end, I ask the people in the conference to choose one of those that fits them best. Okay. So then they go to the board, to their tear sheets, and they write down. I ask them to just popcorn statements. Why is this type of personality the best Why leader the best? Yeah. ever? And so. Because we Dane. generally tend to see the good right. in ourselves. Right. Yes. And so the Great Danes would write these things down. Okay. We, so we what, know kind where we're things, going. what kind of things would a Great Dane write yeah, down? Yeah. They would write, I'm assertive. Um, they're, uh, people know exactly what I want. Um, I'm very decisive. Um, I'm not afraid of conflict. And so that's, it's my way, you know, and they wouldn't say it, but I would say it's my way or the highway kind of people. Okay. Okay. I know what I want. And here's, here it is. And I can think of people... Who in are my like life, that. who are that type of yes. people. Yeah. And there's a lot of beauty in that kind of strength. Yeah. That's not me. It's not me. Yeah. Okay. And um, so then um, then you then I ask people on the next go around, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna ask everybody to switch. Wait, wait, are we gonna do the other dogs? You want me to just go? I, I don't know. I'll tell you all four. Okay. I'll tell you all four. The second one is what we call what I called a poodle. I can't remember if Dr. Okay. Lehman called him a poodle or not, but a poodle. Um, and then in the wild, it was a zebra because they're very black and white policy people, very organized, um, know, know the rules, want to follow them. What's fair for one is fair for all. And so those are good things. And are poodles that way? Well, I mean, the reason I put that is because they're always cut so prim and proper. Oh, oh, I can see that. When I think poodle, I think like Tigger. From Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's so funny. Like no, 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 no. Like the bouncy, you're gonna, crazy spasm. No, no, no. Okay, you're so good. We're going to get there. Prim and proper. Prim and proper. Okay, good. Yeah. That's good. And then uh, we've got the so next what one. What kind of things would they, those people write down? I just. Tell me again. I'm sorry. Let me tell you. Black again. and white. Black and white. Very organized. Organized. Um, what's fair for one is fair for all. Okay. Um, so policy justice people, people. Justice. Gotcha. And um, follow the rules. Rule keepers. Right. Okay. Think right, accountants. Good. Um, yes. Security people, uh-huh. those kind of people. Uh-huh. Okay. All I'm right. married to one of those. Oh, there you yes. go. Yes. Okay. okay. I can I re- recognize that. All right. What's yeah. next? Yeah. I used to always tell Bill Emiot he was a poodle. 
Hmm, that does that make sense? Yeah. All right. And then the next one was a Yorkie. Okay. All right. Which is little. <laughs> Which is little, but they're all bouncy. Okay. And they're like, look at me. I'm so fun and everybody wants to be around me. And aren't you excited? And let's just do this because, you know, kids ministers have a lot of fun. Kids love fun and they want to be around me. And let's let's jump and do whatever we got to do to get people on board. Okay. That might be you. Maybe. That might be Could you, be. Jack. So those I'm are the a little bigger than a Yorkie. But, I know, uh, but I, I, maybe I your personality is pretty big. A Yorkie's yes. personality is pretty big. Yeah. Okay. All so right. Okay. Those like are the things Yorkies. that you would write down. All right. All right. Then the last one um, is either like an Irish setter. Okay. So they're very um, they're laid back. Okay. Usually non-judgmental. Okay. Um, people pleasers, which can be a good and a bad thing. All right. Um. And they just really want everybody to get along. Whatever it takes for everybody to get along, that person's going to do it. Okay. Okay. And that's the Irish setter. Right. So then, so everybody goes and writes those things down. So then I say to everybody, okay, here's the next part. And this is where it's a little bit different than other personalities. So tests. everyone's gone by their, by the one they identify with everybody's, themselves. And they've written yes, all these great things about why they're the best. All these great things about why I'm and the best. Then, and then they turn and they go to the next one down so like i send the great danes down to the poodle sheet and etc cetera, etc cetera. and then they go down and uh, they get a chance to write down why they hate working oh, no. with that kind of personality okay okay so for instance a poodle would go and write on a yorkie personality sheet yes. things like you're chaotic you always just have fun. You don't get any work done. Nobody knows your vision, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the Irish setters might go over to the Great Danes and say, you're too harsh. Uh, you do, you hurt people. You um, are bossy. Mm-hmm. So I get people. So what I usually say is I ask each dog person to say yes definitely these are great leadership qualities that you have listed but in the process you have to look at the other list of what everybody else wrote about you to say hey yeah I'm this but oh goodness if I do this too harsh I could be I come across perceived as this way and Mm. then I also they turn around to those other people and say you've written down all these things you don't like about working with this person I want you now to really focus on the good list of what's really good about working with that person. And that will help you to understand better how to work with someone. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, I'm an I'm an Irish setter. I'm a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. I can be a little bit of a Yorkie because I do like to have some fun. But as a people pleaser, um, it may come across that. I could that I'm too late that I'm lazy because I'm not confrontational. I'm not get in there and get it done. Yes. I'm more of a let's laid back. Let's you know let's wait and see what happens. Yes. People pleasers often. I mean it's it can kill you to be a people pleaser mm-hmm. because you're so worried about what everybody else is is thinking about you that you can't get anything done because you're trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I used to have to remind myself when I would get into a situation like that, I would have to stop and say what's best for the kids. Yes. Overall, what's best for the kids, and then I could, I can go. But I always tell this one story about me as an Irish setter that I would have a friend. You know, we would have a parents' night out scheduled for six weeks ahead of time, and I would encourage parents. It would be in the bulletin. It would be on the screen. All kinds of announcements. Sign up by this day, and inevitably. The day after signups were over, on the day that we're getting ready to have our parents' night out, mm-hmm. 
my friend, would call. I can see it coming. And say, I forgot. I forgot to come and sign up. We weren't at church last night. And not only that, but we're supposed to ask friends to come who are unchurched because we're having this big life group party, and they've got five kids and we've got three kids. And and I really need them to come because they need to know the Lord. Oh, my goodness. So as an Irish setter. You want to make the peace. and I want to make the peace, and I want to make sure this little family goes to heaven. But you're you know? also getting. So. You're sort of getting the short end of the stick. I know. There. So I, I, I end up finally saying just this one time, don't ever do it again. But then I have to go tell my poodle of a child care coordinator the who's the rule keeper mm-hmm. that I've just done this and to her. Made an exception. And so she, you know, usually accepted it, but she would look at me and she goes, you do realize that I told three other people no this morning. Yes. And you better hope that they don't find out. Yeah. Um, that you've let somebody else oh, come. This is so real. Right? Yeah. And so the next time it would happen to me uh, and a friend would come up and say, oh, I forgot to sign up. I'm like, no problem. Go talk to the poodle and see what she <laughs> that's, says. That's a good idea. You know, because and then I just have to back the poodle so up. So you can delegate your so way So you, what you delegate, situation. what you're not good at. Yes. Um, I if If I am dealing with a... If my boss is a Great Dane, he might need me as an Irish setter to help him not go bite somebody's and head off. To relate off, to people. To better. relate people. Yes. To relate to people better. And then also as an Irish setter, if I've got a Great Dane on my team and who's wanting to tell me how to lead and I need to do this and this and this, then I might need to give that Great Dane his own little project to do. Mm. And he can be, be the totally the in charge of that. that just come and let me portion. know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, so it's it's just all in getting to know how to work well with the people. I loved having um, somebody like a poodle who took care of my security policies because I knew that they would make sure it was followed and done well, that kind of stuff. So there it is in a nutshell. Well, that is really fascinating. I really am drawn to learn about myself and others, especially in the team setting. Yes. To know that, you know, it's possible to have someone in the room with a great Dane personality who could bulldoze everybody. Right. And I may have my Irish setters who are staying quiet mm-hmm. and waiting for an opportunity to speak or waiting to be invited to speak. Right. And so for me to notice that can help me bring ideas out of those people who may just be more quiet in that yeah. setting. Yeah. So, if, you know, if you're a poodle and you're a very black and white person and people perceive you as no fun, right? then you really need a Yorkie on your team. And you need to go to that Yorkie and say, hey, you are in charge of all our recreation and fellowship activities. I really need somebody like you on my team to help me with this. So, and those Yorkies okay. are good at, um, yes. at engaging people That's and bringing right. them in and getting That's everybody right. excited. But you need a poodle up. on your team to help you rein it in a but little bit. But not quite so good necessarily at organizing exactly. the details of yeah. all that stuff. And if you're a Yorkie, I'm not saying that you don't have a great vision. It's just that you need to make sure that the people who know you and follow you know that you have a vision and there is a reason behind the fun that you're doing. Because you want kids to come to the Lord. So just share that vision. Whatever type you are, mm-hmm. it's good to have friends Absolutely. who you give permission to, speak to co- draw your attention to some of the areas where you may be missing a connection. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yep. All right. Well, all right. Yorkie. Never thought of myself as a Yorkie. I know. Because you like are a, a rather tall. More of a beagle kind of guy. Beagle. Well. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hound dog. <laughs> Ready to take a nap at any point in time. At any point in time. (laughs) Right. Well, cool. So for our leaders, 
that who, who are listening right now, mm-hmm. what would be a next step that they might take based on what you've just shared? Mm-hmm. Is this an exercise they might try with their team? Yeah. Uh, is this for personal reflection? What would you, what kind of takeaway can you give us for today? I, I really, and, and again, I, when I was on staff, I wish that I had sat down with leaders that I, that I, you know, dealt with and that we did it as a team exercise to say, you know, but you have to, I mean, that you got to have some thick skin to be willing to open up and let people tell you how you're perceived because it can be hurtful. Um, But yeah, do it as a team or um, yeah, do it as a team to, to see how your team that you already have in place feels about where you are and and how you how you deal with them it helps them it helps them as they want to help you recruit others to join your team if you find out and you look at the people around you and you're like oh my goodness we are all a bench of irish setters no wonder confidence that we're missing no wonder we're not growing because nobody's willing to step out and do something a little bit difficult or to confront a situation and so you might go out and seek that specific kind of person to to work with you Thank you so much for sharing yeah, this. thank you for Now I know asking. what you're talking about before I come in the room at Essentials. <laughs> yes. How great. Thank you, Klista. Thank you. Listeners, I want to invite you to check out kidsministry101.com. That is the uh, primary portal for training content like the podcast and the blog and some other training downloadables uh, from Lifeway Kids, kidsministry101.com. You'll find the podcast and the blog there, and Klista Stortz is a regular contributor to both of those things. But... Google her or search for her name in the search window and look for her blog articles and other podcast episodes with Klista. So thank you for being here. And she is a part of the VBS team. And we do want to invite you one more time to visit lifeway.com slash VBS, lifeway.com slash VBS, where you can join the brand new directors club and get some free exclusive resources that are only available to those who sign up and check out the free samples of concrete and cranes at lifeway.com slash VBS. And sign up for previews. Is it, yes. Yeah. Exactly. VBS preview events coming up right. in the month of January. In the so month of it depends January. on when you listen. This is true. But every January yeah. they happen. Yeah. So if not exactly. this year, come next time. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.